This is Chazarish here for the for Shabbos Parshas Shlach. One page Kuflam Ezayim on the bottom where it says Vitzayim Tahlich Shal Hamata Atmos. The learning by Riches in this parak how a person Be'etzim has within himself all of the Ashracha not just that a Jew can anticipate, look forward to a good Olam Haba as a result of all of the years of Sumera and Asay Taiv and Hesavadis Hashem. But we learned last time that the biggest Ashracha Olam Hazah, the greatest joy in this world, Nuchas Anafis. Simchas and Nefesh comes as a result of a person living with the Adsum of who he is as opposed to entering into the dangerous and destructive world of its sinus Gashmia of physical desires and we learned of Schwartz give a very simple marshal but a very powerful marshal of the person who's standing in the Beis Hamel, he's standing in the palace, and he has the key. The, the king gave him the key to the royal treasury. He has everything that he could possibly want, and he spends his whole life running away from that place. And people stop him, say, Yanko, where are you going? He's running, he's running away from the treasure. <clears throat> the treasure of Elkayin, the Shomashen, Satibi, Tahirihi, that treasure, the Eitz HaMelech that's inside each and every one of us, that we turn away from, Believing that the Ashrecha Ba'ilam Hazah is to be found elsewhere. And therefore, we learned last time when the Mishnah says in Ovis, Kahi Daka Shaltaira Pas Melatarcha Maiba Masura Tishtavala Aris Tisham Vichayitzar Techi Batarata Omel. The Torah describes what would appear to us to be a horrible picture of deprivation and of misery a piece of bread, salt, a little bit of water, sleeping on the floor. So we learned that we could understand the Taiv Lach La Ilam Haba, that that it will be good for such a Jew in Ilam Haba. So if he didn't have anything in this world, the Chiddush of the Mishnah is not Ilam Haba. We understand that. The Chiddush is Ashracha, Ashracha Ba'ilam Hazah. A person who lives only with what, with only his Ritzainus in Ruchnius and Shif is to grow in Ruchnius. And even though he, he doesn't have to have, he doesn't have to be limited to a piece of bread and salt and to a little bit of water. He could have more, but he doesn't need more. He doesn't want more. It's the wanting. It's the needing. That takes us away from the Ashrecha by the Mazah. But a person who's without those additional extraneous wants, he's Ashrecha by the Mazah. He's the happiest person in this world. So Rav Schwartz goes on to explain by using very simple examples from life. The bottom of Until now, we were really learning the theoretical basis of all of this. So we're going to try to continue forward by giving some simple examples from life. The dogma, for instance. Adam Kamba Boyka, Umagala Shabalaila Shachach Lizgar Sachalim. Person gets up in the morning and he realizes that he forgot to close the window at night. Nishba Ruach Peritzim Peratzim Aza. During the night there was a very, very strong wind. Ha'agital Hamiyuchad. And there was a very special vase. That was standing on some table, I guess, in the corner of the room. And because of the wind, Nafal al fell onto the ground, and it was shattered into many pieces. Hanezek, local cotton. The damage is not so small. In other words, I say that that was, uh, might be it was expensive, but but that wasn't the worst part. It's not only a matter of how much the thing was, was worth, how much it cost. 
The worst thing is that it was a Yerusha from his grandmother. It's the only thing that he has from his grandmother is this is this vase. So Hayyim Hazeh Eitzel Haben Adam Kvar Leisamech B'Miuchad. This already is not a good day. Didn't start off in a good way. That he woke up in the morning, he finds this thing broken on the ground. Page Kuflam Ches. Every single day, a person has broken vases. Whatever you call it, or whatever it is that day that broke, <coughs> disappointments, things that meant something to you that didn't work out. So. Using this as an example, what is the correct way to approach this matzav? You know, this guy comes down and he and he comes into the room and he and he sees the windows open. He sees the vase broken on the floor. is true. It's not that expensive. It's only worth eighty shkalim. Okay, the, the worst thing is that it's a Yerusha that he got from his grandmother. So gamhi nostalgia yofa benefish. Certain nostalgia that's that's associated with that vase. That it's, one can't put an exact price tag on that. You always use the word priceless. Price is a lot of priceless things people have. But if in this at this moment. This moment, the guy comes in. He sees the thing on the old broken. He knows exactly what it's worth. He loves his grandmother. It's the only thing he has left from from his grandmother. If we would now put before this person two efsharis, two possibilities. Give him a choice. Your choice is as follows. And this is going to sound very extreme. And Rav Schwartz is going to explain why it's not. You have this choice. Either you can live without the vase, either you can live without it, or lomus, or you could die, ta'agital And the agital, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it the right way, but the vase, that will that will stay on the table. Because the, that will have a trisamason, but you'll have to be zetachazeh. In other words, you'll leave the world, but the agital will be okay. That's the choice that you have. So what would you prefer? Right now, this is the choice. Either either you die or the Agatal dies. So of course the guy the guy looks at this and he hears this offer and he thinks that anybody who makes this is crazy. Why? Because <clears throat> the feeling that he has is that uh, I'd like both. What's the steer between my being alive? I was alive I was alive all these years with that vase. Why is that a steer? Now, the person who had this choice, Bavada Hayoimi, would certainly say, Agatel, Agatel, listen, okay, a vase is a vase, a safta, safta, you know, I love my, my bubby, she was a great lady, okay, Sakal Yaka is very nice, everything's beautiful. I'm Lachaim, you come here, my life is more important to me. Of all the problems, Kisha Adam Lai Mizbainain, if a person doesn't look carefully at this choice, and we have this choice, and we make this decision every day, many, many times a day, not just once a day. If a person doesn't look deeply into what we're talking about, Hutama, he's he has this question. What connection is there between life, my whole life, and this and this vase? Are you saying that because I want this this vase, and because I'm aggravated and upset over the loss of the vase, that I'm forfeiting my life, that you're giving me you're giving me this theoretical choice. It's either you or the agatel. And he writes a luchios, he writes agatel. The territory says, like everything else with us, I want to be alive, and I want all the things that I have. I want to be alive, and I want to want other things. I don't see this as a choice. I don't see this as a choice. This is a small example. Akuflam Tessi gives a bigger example. But in this example, but in this example, which is something that happens to us all the time, when a person has that choice between Erotz and Gashmi, wanting something, 
and not wanting something. He doesn't see that as a choice between life and death. It's a choice between living with the vaz and living without the vaz. But not, not, it's not a matter of forfeiting my life in order to have this vaz. I don't have to give up my life. That's the question that anybody would have. But have we learned all that we've learned? If a person's if a person stops and he thinks carefully and what explains that this is very hard. It's very hard. It takes a lot of avoid to come to this and a lot of amunah, which we'll talk about a little bit more later on. But if a person stops and thinks deeply about this, if a person thinks about this, he will see, he will understand that Bamis is the truth. That by the person that by the person holding on to Ritsainis Gashmia, by this Rotsan to have the vaz that he's filled with when he walks in and he sees it on the floor. And he reacts, and he's very upset, and he's very tzibrochen, more tzibrochen than the 80 shekel vase. Which means that he is the victim of a rotsen gashmi that's upsetting him, even though it's associated with the nostalgia over his grandmother. Tzavkal Tzavsi, he might make it into more of a ruchnistika thing. But the emiss is, <coughs> one can connect to his grandmother without having a vase. And the memory and the connection to one's, to one's grandmother is something which is ruchni. Not Gashmi, it doesn't have to do with a thing. We like to have those things because we make associations, and every time you look at the vase, oh, Bobby, I, Bobby, Bobby, whatever, Safta, oh. But the emesis, the memory of someone that you love, is a Ruchni's dicker thing. So the person, the person, by entering into the Rotsam Gashmi to have this vase, <coughs> which is expressed with this terrible with this terrible disappointment and sadness over being broken. Rav Schwartz says, the emes is, it means that he's entering into the twilight zone of suicide. Hamata atzmis means killing, killing oneself. He's killing oneself. Now, how could that be? What does that mean? Why is that? HaKadosh Baruch Hu Omel Adam HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to Adam HaRishon, Ki biyoyim achal chamimenu mois tomis. The Baruch said to Adam HaRishon, On the day that you eat from the tree, you will surely die. Ki biyoyim achal chamimenu mois tomis. Everybody knows, and the Mepharshim talk about this, that Adam HaRishon heard this from HaKadosh Baruch Hu's mouth, Ki that on the day that you eat from the tree, you will die. And the Mitzvah was not like that. The Mitzvah is that Adam and Chava ate from the tree, and after they ate from the tree, they pinched themselves, and they looked around, and they, and they were alive. Not only were they alive, they were alive much longer than we were alive, and much longer than we'll ever be alive. Not lived a thousand years, of course, minus, some Chamiya Sushlashim, 70 years were, sub, were subtracted to keep Shivim Nasan Davan Amalek. Because 70 years he gave to Davan Amalek. But so he lived 930 years after that. So the Mepharshim were all asking, what does it mean that Akash Baruch Hu said, that on the day that you eat from the Etzadaz, you're going to die? Not only does it say you're going to die, but it says twice. Mois Thomas, which means you will 100% surely die. Kibiyom HaKalchem and Mois Thomas. And the other Mechava, after they ate from the tree, they were alive. So the Mepharshim asked, what does that mean? So the simple Pshat, <coughs> the simple Pshat, Ramban and others say, is that it doesn't mean, Hashem wasn't saying that on that day, you, when you eat from the tree, you're going you're gonna to drop dead. But it means that on that day, you would become mortal human beings. In other words, when you eat from, if you eat from the tree, then you will become human beings who can die. Um, if, until that time, without eating from the tree, you're, you're forever. There's no gvul to life, whatever that means. It's forever. However, 
if you eat from the tree, you should know that on that day you will become a mortal human being who has a lifespan. Didn't say how long, but you will be a person who from that moment on the cells of your body will begin to will begin to uh, disintegrate, or whatever it's called, will begin to deteriorate. Your body will begin to deteriorate. In other reasons, it took a long time. But you'll become a Ben Mothers. That's how the Ramban explains. Somebody who will die eventually. So what does that mean? <coughs> what does it mean? So Schwartz explains very beautifully and very clearly according to all that we've been learning. There are different ways of dying. There are different ways of dying. We know from the Svarmachadoshim that when a person goes from a higher level to a lower level, that's called death also. Misa means going from a higher place to a lower place. But here it's more than that. Here there was a mitzvah of Adam and Chava began Eden Mikadam. There's a mitzvah of Adam and Chava in paradise in Gan Eden. Before they ate, after they ate, Adam and Chava were were removed from Gan Eden. So an akira, an expulsion from Gan Eden took place as, as a result of the achila from the Etzadas. But the truth is, even before HaKadosh Baruch Hu grabbed them and threw them out, even before that, <coughs> Gan Eden itself was driven out from within them. They drove out Gan Eden from within themselves. Because what's the Gan Eden of a person? What's the Gan Eden of every person? The Gan Eden of a person is to live in the Eitzah HaMalach, in the Beis HaMalach with the Eitzah HaMalach. The Ganadin of a person is not to be lacking anything, not to be missing anything. What's the biggest Ashrecha? What's the biggest Ganadin Bailam Hazar? I don't need my grandmother's vase. I don't need that. It was nice. It was a nice thing. Again, the point is not that you can't have, but you but the the point is the Gan Eden is lost. The Gan Eden is destroyed. The Gan Eden is driven out from within us by wanting. By wanting. So, the fact that until now he had the vase, yof, there's nothing wrong with that. That he associated with his grandmother, it's very nice. The question of Shavuos is at the top of the page, is how should one approach and deal with this particular situation that he's facing right now of the broken vase? Is that going to break him or not? It, the, the, the real question is, is that going to drive Gan Eden out of his heart? Is that going to break the Ashrech Ba'ilam Hazad that he had until he saw that? Because without wanting that vase, or without, want, without needing the vase, or without needing anything in the Ilam Agashmi, the person, as we've been learning throughout this parak, the person lives the Amos in a place of Gan Eden. Because Gan Eden is Ha'ilam Nasan Belibon. Chazal tells us by the tzaddikim, the pasuk as ha'olam nosin believe the world is in their hearts, and we learn this many times. As ha'olam nosin believe means that gan eden, gan eden olam haba, it's not, it's not, beetsim a place with an address that you go to, that you take that you can take a train to a place called gan eden olam haba. There's a machlokes gan eden in this world, not in this world. <coughs> Olam Haba Gan Eden is a metzius in a person. It's a metzius in a person. A person who lives without any Ritzayinus Gashemim, a person who might have the vase but doesn't need the vase, and therefore when the vase is broken, it doesn't break him, it doesn't change him, it doesn't affect him, it doesn't take away his Gan Eden. The Ashrecha Ba'ilam Hazah doesn't take away from him. Whatever that vase is, whether it's a vase or whether it's that luxury apartment on the 19th floor overlooking the ocean on his new couch. <coughs> the Ashrecha of a person, the Gan Eden of a person is not whether you have the couch or the apartment. It's not whether you have the vase or you don't have the vase. The Ashrecha is the Gan Eden inside of the person himself. And I mentioned many times over the years that there was a Jewish philosopher who said once that ever since Adam and Chava ate from the tree and Hashem threw them out of Gan Eden, 
human beings are trying to make their own anadims and to throw Hashem out. That's the Metzis of this world. People with their needs and their wants are trying to build new Gan Edens. <clears throat> they even will call places like that. Uh, there's a, there's a, uh, I'm, I'm going to Hasna tonight mm-hmm. in Williamsburg. It's called Eden Palace. Eden Palace, there's the nice. I get, I get off, I get off the Long Island Express by White Avenue. I make a left turn, I go two, two blocks. I'm flushing Avenue. <laughs> and there I am, Eden Palace. <clears throat> a cave with a bunch of Jews uh, grabbing at some uh, hors d'oeuvres. That's called Eden Palace. The is a depressing place. Can't do it. The simchas the Baruch makes it happy. That's Eden Palace. Means ever since Adam and Chava were thrown out of Gan Eden, people are trying to make their own Eden palaces. Whatever that Gan Eden is, every Rosh Hashanah is a Gan Eden. Oh, when I get that car, gee, that's going to be a Gan Eden for me. When I get that promotion at work, I get that job, that's a Gan Eden. When I get that wife, that wife, that's a Gan Eden. When I get that uh, that that house, ooh, that's a Gan Eden. But by by but by the person with that by the person having that Rodson to build his own Gan Eden, Be'etzin, he's removing the Ashrecha of Eilam the Bari Eilam from his heart. The Tzaddikim live in a way of as Eilam Nosan believe him. The Gan Eden is in the heart of the Tzaddik, because the heart the heart of the Tzaddik has no Ritzanis Gashmi. There's no Ritzanis Gashmi. The heart of the tzaddik is broken over the chumash and mikdash of Yiddish tzaros. We'll talk about that more. But uh, but the heart of the tzaddik is is gan eden dik. It's filled with gan eden. So look what happened over here. The Baruch tells Adam al Listen, I'm telling you, Chavi, if you eat from that tree, moist tongues. So they thought mistamu. They had big machshavas, whatever that means. But it's like a poison tree. So there are many fairy tales like that. That the fruit, and we grow up thinking like that. Oh, it's a poison. It's a poison fruit. And if you eat from the poison fruit, then you, you you've been poisoned, and now you're going to die. Okay, it's, you're not going to die right away, but you've been poisoned, and now you're going to die many years later. But you're going to die because it's poison fruit. But now what Rashford is explaining is the fruit is not poisoned. It's not the fruit itself. Just like the vase is not poisoned. Not only that, the, the apartment on the 19th floor is not poisoned. There's nothing wrong with Edson with that apartment. There's nothing wrong with the vase. There's nothing wrong with the car, with the house, with the wife, with, this, with, 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 with uh, getting the, the, the newest, you know, the latest model uh, lawnmower, what, you, know, you could <laughs> ride around in and, and with goggles or something. There's nothing wrong with Edson with the thing itself. That's not, it's not poisoned. The world is not poisoned. What's the poison? The poison is needing and wanting those things. That's what kills you. That's what takes away the Hashrecha by the Hazah. Because Baruch Omar Lada Marishna, the Yomachalkim and the Mais Thomas, who lo Mais Besayan, he lived for 930 years. Oh, Amikur Mais, it says, Kibi Yomachalkim and the Mais Thomas, how you talk, could it be? Ella, the Pshat is like this. Etzim Hayrotzen Shalai. It's not that it's a poisoned fruit. Whatever, whatever it was, the different views in Chazal, whatever it was, it wasn't poisoned. And not, only, and not only that, the Chazal said that if he would have waited to Shabbos, he could have had it on Shabbos. It wasn't that some poison. It needed Shabbos, whatever it needed. It wasn't poisoned. What poisoned his life, and the, and as a result was, for all practical purposes, was the beginning of his death. But not that he died 930 years later. That's when he that's when he finally died. But death, deathliness, that way of death, of crying over spilled milk, of broken vases, of disappointments, crying over not having. Throwing myself into the ritza, into the into the ritza, the rat race of ritzaynis, that take away from me my whole gan eden, my whole ashrech of olam hazeh. Forget my olam haba, olam haba is my ashrech of olam hazeh that I don't have. A chasna kala, a chasna kala under the chuppah, 
they have, they feel that when they look at each other, they have everything that they want. What else could I want? And they say to each other, "Doesn't make a difference. We'll live like like Rachel and Rabbi Akiva, you know, in, in a barn someplace, and we'll and we'll be happy with just with each other. That's all that we need. That's all that we need." And she says, "You're going to learn. I'm going to take care of you." And he says, "I'm going to, and I'm going to appreciate you and love you and don't worry. We're going to have this beautiful life together. We don't need anything." <clears throat> and in that way. And when does the person, or when does the chasna kala chalila, when do they start tasting of death? So, when it's no longer gan eden mikadam, just the two of them, and there are other signs, other things that they need. If chas v'chalila, he starts to think maybe other people have it better than me. The opposite of Matayva or Yaakov, which we know that the openings of one Jewish tent didn't face the opening of another Jewish tent. I didn't care what's by Yenim. I'm happy that I have my tent. The same way it's under the Chuppah. It was what under the Chuppah is. When Adam, when Adam was in Ganeidin with Chava, he wasn't looking at any other girls. There were no other girls. That's what it means. The simple chat in the Baruch is there's nobody else. And now I was talking about on Shabbos a little bit. Now we have this this new new age Achnas which Achnas doesn't mean anymore what it used to. It does in many cases, of course. This means to take in people that don't have what to eat, or to be makarvi and that are not shemim mitzvahs, and you want to have them for Shabbos or Yanta, which is a big, big, big mitzvah. But there's a new thing <coughs> of socializing that's called that the people think when the, the lady thinks that when she's preparing the food for that Shabbos and they're having over the the people from down the block that that's called Achnas but it's not called Achnas Zorachim, it's called Achnas Tzor, bringing Tzoros into your house, which I've dealt with many, many times over the years. And if I've, if I've dealt with in conversations with people that have come and told me about these problems, it's only, it must be only a drop in the, in the ocean, because there must be only more times that people are embarrassed and I don't talk about it. And it, not even, it doesn't have to be God forbid, at least there's something God forbid, Chas Rosholem bid. The pile, Lamaisa. But sometimes you have that, that poison of Gan Eden, that comes into the person's head when they have over this husband and wife and, and he's sitting there, the other husband is sitting there thinking, wow, she's, she's so put together, this wife. and Look how she compliments her husband all the time and she has a certain sweetness that my wife doesn't have and he starts to look at his wife and it's no longer going to aid me together. He starts to have God forbid this woman on his mind. Or a person's at work and he's in an office and he has no choice, he has to go to work and there's some, there's some uh, pretty girl at the next desk or someplace there that talks to him nice and and he's thinking when I left the house my wife said to me don't forget don't forget to take out the garbage you forgot yesterday don't forget to pick up the, the, the don't forget to pick up the kid at the, this place and you come home you forgot yesterday don't forget don't forget and, 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 and the door closed you didn't hear one sweet word you didn't hear anything you know I, uh, I love you. you you mean to me the world and he's got this girl in the office she starts to make eyes at him you know and she talks to him so nice, and she's mechabed him, and she thinks of him, and she leaves him a little note for Lila or something. The Hamevin Yavin, I don't think I want to go any more into that picture. <clears throat> what happens? He has this thing in his head, this crazy thing in his head. It says, maybe Gan Eden is not in my house. Maybe it's, maybe it's not what I thought by the Chuppah. I thought it was going to be Gan Eden. Under the Chuppah, I thought like that. But over the years, I found out that I'm not happy. And, and maybe Gan Eden is to be found outside my house. And the person begins to have a rotsam gashmi. A rotsam gashmi. He starts to dress a little bit differently when he goes to work. He, puts on, he thinks about how he looks. He looks twice in the mirror. He gets a nice attire. He takes care of himself. Puts on a little spritz or something. Goes to work. He tries to think of some some good lines to say with his girl, some funny things, he likes to be charming, he hangs out a little bit longer in the office for Chulubcha. When did he begin dying? Where that leads him to, in Olam Hazar and Olam Haba, we don't know. But when did he begin to die? That girl's not poison, she's a nice girl. The neighbor's not poison, nothing, not poison. It's a nice person. But the poison began when he was no longer in Gan Eden because he had a Russian, he began to have a Russian for something outside of his Gan Eden. 
That's the beginning of death. Like the Vaishnav says, You might not die right away. In other words, you might not end up doing that of you might end up, or whatever. But the But when you eat from that, what is to eat? When you eat from that Ratsan Gashmi, when you no longer, when you no longer feel Gan Eden Ashracha Ba'ilam Hazer in your Dalat Amis of who you are Be'etzim, with your Zivak that the Ba'ilam sent to you. <coughs> the moment you stop feeling that, the moment Gan Eden is no longer in you, and you believe that Gan Eden is to be found outside of you, that's when most Thomas, most Thomas, that's why it says twice. Means doesn't mice uh, Thomas would just mean you just die in the spot. What is mice Thomas? Mice Thomas means you'll be constantly dying. Every time the guy goes to work, he's dying. Every time now, he, every time he looks at his wife, and he's dying because he's thinking, "Boy, I could have married that girl. Oh, I could have had like this. I could have had like that." This doesn't mean you're dying once. Dying once is a habit, sir. Someone shoots you in the head, you drop dead. Fire you're done. Put on them habits, good. What <clears throat> most Thomas means, you die for the next 70 years. Every time you walk into your house and you look at your wife, you're dying. You're stuck between Mitzayinus. On the one hand, you have a Ratzin to keep your family intact. And you have, uh, and your wife has been good to you. And you want to keep everything the way that it is. You don't want to cause any scandals. You don't want your kids to suffer. On the other hand, suffer, suffer. Ganadin is, is not in my house. Ganadin is over there. So what am I going to do? I got, I got two. I got, I have a conflict here. On the one hand, this episode, a that my children have with a family that's a family. On the other hand, my own Ganadin is, is, has been lost. My Ganadin, paradise lost. My Ganadin is outside of me. My Ganadin is in the office. And my Ganadin is down the block with that guy's wife. That's my Ganadin. You'll forgive me for talking about these in Yonah, but it's not that it's not gay to us, Chas but in the Velt we know there is such a thing, and we have to try to understand the primius of it. I'm not, God forbid, saying that it's not even nice to talk about things like this, but, but no one else talks about it, so we have to talk about it just in a simple way, in a plain way. It's a marshal to understand, but it's not always a marshal. A lot of times it's an imshal. The Ashrach of Hazer is the Ganeidin inside of a person. That's what Schwartz explains. It's the actual rotsen. Eitzadah is not poison. It's nothing wrong. It's the rotsen to eat from the Eitzadah. It's the etzim that he wanted, that he was a rotsen. Here, he began dying. He didn't die. He died many years later. And when we looked at him, we said, wow, 930, that's pretty good. Nothing happened. Everybody would say, what's the whole Eitzadah's business that Hashem said? Ah, it didn't, didn't happen. The same way we say that. A person thinks he's a taiva for something, and he knows the Vaishnav says, don't, don't, that's not a good thing. And he goes and he gives himself that taiva, and he says, I'm all right. Nothing happened. They made him die. No lightning struck me down. I'm fine. <clears throat> so he doesn't understand. The Bhagavad is not saying that, that he runs the world in such a way that you, when you indulge in the tire, you're going to drop dead. Adhemarishan didn't, didn't drop dead from the eating the tree. He lived for 930 years, longer than you're going to live, longer than we're going to live. Past 120. He lived for 930. But he, he lived the rest of his life as a bed mother, as a person who was no longer alive. Because not that he didn't live in Gan Eden anymore. That's bad. But Gan Eden didn't live in him anymore. That's the worst. Because he lost Ashrach of Elam Hazah. Gan Eden didn't live in him anymore. That's the Elam Nasan believer. Again, I'll talk about the other Mauritian, his Madrega, which we don't understand. I mean, of course. But on his Madrega, there was no lo- he was no longer Gan Eden dig. Him and Chava were outside the Chuppah. They were outside Gan Eden. There's no longer Kiyat Samech. Samech to Samech. That's fafal. That's no more. There's no more. 
and all the descriptions that we have from Chazal about how in Gan Eden other Mechav had anything they needed. We have amazing descriptions. It says that the Malachim used to bring them supper, and you know, it was Kivaldic. What are all those descriptions? So we think of, I mean, I believe in everything just in the simple Pshat. But on a deeper level, what does it mean that the, it says that the uh, Malachim used to roast them, their supper, make them f- fancy d- desserts? What does it mean when Chazal say those things? That, what, it's, it's Chazal's amazing and coded way of saying they didn't need anything else. They had everything in, in Gan Eden. That was, that was, they had whatever they needed. They had what they needed. Everything was done for them. <clears throat> but with that Rotson, his Chalamus, that's what's Mais Thomas, dying and dying and dying. Kol all of life after that Rotson, Heim Talich Shal Hamata Atzmis is one drawn out, whether it's 70 years, 80 years, or 930 years of slow death, of dying. <clears throat> Every time you come to your house and the vase is on the floor, of death. Every time you, you, you lose that uh, uh, with that job, <coughs> it's a death. Every time you have to give up a certain taiva, it's a death. Every time you have to you have to come to terms with the fact that you're never going to have the apartment on the 19th floor or by the ocean, it's a death. And all of life is filled with death. Im <laughs> Now we come back to the choice between the vase and life, which Rashwa said that everybody, when they hear this, they say, What do you come on? I want both. I want my vase and I want to be alive, which translated into other things. I want, I want that, whatever that is. We're just using the vase as an example. And I want also my life. But here we see the Torah says, You can't have that. You can't you can't live with vitsinus and not die. That's the Mitsyas. You can't be a person that's filled with vitsinus and have gonna aid them. You can't. They don't go together. So the Russell for the vase, the vase itself is eighty shekel, it's a grandmother's vase, a kleine kite. And for sure the guy will get over it. You know, in a, in a little while he'll get over it. It's, it's not like you know, he's a baby. He's upset. But he's living in the world of vitsinus. Other than Chav also got over the mice. But he became <coughs> a mice Thomas Dicker person. He lost his Ashrecha by the Mazah. That's, that's finished. He lost his Ashrecha by the Mazah. Because after he gets over the vase, then there's the next thing. There's always a vase. There's something, whatever the vase is called, but there's something else. On the next page, he gives a worse situation than the vase. The bottom line is, in Bishosh Adam writes, I feel Dava Cotton, who mudlakah, the Mayyadav, who Yaitzel Atzma case, Talichel Hamata Atzmas. The bottom line is, if the person would realize, if he would stop and be misbeining, that the moment that he wants something, even if it's a small thing, like we were talking about in the last page, even a candy, the candy itself is not poison. Remember, one candy doesn't hurt anybody. Even the biggest Mishagoyim, the nutrition Mishagoyim, even the biggest Mishagoyim would say that they mask him that one candy is not going to destroy you. They agree. One, one candy is not going to ruin you. It's not, the, it's not the candy. It's just like it's not the couch, it's not the apartment, and it's not the vase. It's the Rotsam Hagashmi that, that kills you. In Bishashadim writes, I feel a cotton, who if at the time when you start to feel a Rotsam, even for something, a small thing, you, you're misbunning and you think about this. How by, by that Rotson, who Yoitzel Atzma case, Talich Shalamata Atzmas, you are entering into the Pasha of slow death. You are tasting of that world, of the poison of the Eitzadas, of slow death, of Kibyama Chalchim and Amais Thomas, and you are, you are expelling Gan Eden from within your heart. You're, th- you're taking away Gan Eden from within yourself. Vadai Yoima, the person would certainly say, I wish I never had the vase. If you knew how that was going to poison your life. I wish I never had that. I wish I never had that. See, it's not like the person, a person who, God forbid, ended up doing something, Khalila Khalila with the neighbor's wife, or with a girl in the office, God forbid, the person. So he thinks, then after he does that nicer, that if he's a decent guy, he feels, I can't believe I destroyed my life. I can't believe I destroyed my life. 
that 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 was only the Makavapatish. He destroyed his life. He destroyed his life way before that. He destroyed his life when he had that Rudson for something else. When he left the world of Ashraf of Ibn Hazar. That's when he destroyed his life. And what happened now is that he, uh, he, he did a terrible, terrible event. But <coughs> the Ashraf of Ibn Hazar, dying, he died when he, he died when he had the Rudson Gash. That's when he died. So now the person, so the person, if he does that, he thinks, I, I wish, I wish I never would have met that person. Oh, yeah, I wish I never would have met that girl. I wish I never had this job. See, he's making a mistake. Because wherever you go in life, there are vases. Wherever you go in life, wherever you go in life, there's, there's going to be that vase. There's going to be that 19th floor apartment. There's going to be that girl in the office, that girl on the street. Wherever you go in life. That's why... That's why to scream at everybody about overcoming the Yitzhar, overcoming the Yitzhar, without understanding the Indian of Ratz and Gashim that we're learning about, it's very hard to make that work. It's very hard. Because it's not, it's not just a matter of whether it's, it's not a Vaz or another Ratz and Gashim. It's the Ratz and Gashim itself. It's the person not having an Ashrecha by the Mazah. By not wanting. But instead, what they're saying all the time is, don't want this, don't want that, and they're trying to hide everything from us. So make sure you go to a place where the, all the men should move to a, an island where there are no women. But you're not allowed to do that because you have to get married and have children. So, but, but you would think that from the way that's, that the men have to go someplace where there are no women. The world has women in it. That's the Mitzvahs. And even and he, and even if the, if she's if, if the woman's dressed up like some like like lab like some Arab or something, she's wearing a what's it called a burka a bereka I don't know what she's wearing. She's dressed up as something. She's got just a, a little screen over her eyes. So then there's the taiva that a person has very nice. Who knows what's underneath that 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 uh, that costume? Who knows? It's not. They're not going to go away. It's a person being able to come to that place inside of himself. If you have an Aiden inside of yourself, you're not looking anywhere else. A person's under the chuppah, he's not looking at the bridesmaids. If he is, it's achenay for that girl. If you have the guy that's standing under the chuppah, and, the, and his, his kala is looking at him like, you know, she's looking for that look in his eyes, and, and he's like winking at the bridesmaids, that's not good. <laughs> it's a bad situation. Right? They're going to be in the world, they're bridesmaids. So they're going to try. They're going to, they'll try to get to the, to the frumus neighborhood, the frumus block, and the frumus. Like someone tells me, what are they going to do? They have to, on the on the block two houses down. There's someone that's not dressed properly. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? That's the, the world is a world. You try your best to live in a place to be somewhere where it's good, but how how does a person deal? <coughs> it's only when a person lives. And that way, if when you have everything, then you don't need anything else. Under the chuppah, he has, he feels that he has everything, so he's not interested in the bridesmaid. It could be two weeks later he's thinking about the bridesmaid. But under the chuppah, he's not. Why? Because he feels that. Why do I have an Aiden right here? I don't need to look someplace else. If a person feels that Ashraf he doesn't need to look anywhere else. Because when I start wanting then I've given up my life. I've lost my life. I'm destroying myself. I don't die, but I'm in the parish of, of that death, of dying. Imke, the Guy gets up in the morning, comes into the room, he sees the vases on the floor broken. It's lost. Besides the practical thing he needs to do right away, which is what? Stop thinking so much. Take a broom. The garbage can. Gather up the garbage, the glass. He has to stop and he has to think deeply. Am I going to give up because of a, because of a vase, a life that until now of of not wanting for a vaz. and I'm going to give that up for a vaz. through which 
the life that I was living until now, not wanting was a life that I was able to be mishabit, to be connected to the Olam HaPnimi, remember? You have two places where you could try to find Simcha and Menucha. Outside of yourself or inside yourself. Outside yourself means an Avaz. Inside yourself means Yen Nisham. That's the choice. Your Ashrecha is either, the Ashrecha you're looking for is either outside yourself or it's inside yourself. Ganadi is the other inside yourself, the Ganadi is outside yourself. The Olam HaPnimi, the Etzim, the whole avoid of Shmiras Hainaim. It's now already the summer. The whole avoid of Shmiras Hainaim, which is one of the biggest Nisyanis of our generation, guarding the eyes. There are two ways that you could there are two ways that you could look at that. Stop, don't look, don't look, don't look at what's outside of you. Don't look. You're not allowed to look. Don't look. That's one way of seeing the Indian of Shmir Sainai. Not a very successful mahalach. Don't look. <laughs> Whenever somebody tells you don't do something, you have more of a cheshik to do something. The other way of understanding Shmir Sainai, guarding of the eyes, which that's from Shmir Sabris, it's the same thing. <clears throat> the other way of looking at it is not don't look someplace, but look within yourself. There's no more powerful way of becoming a tzaddik and being a person that looks within yourself, that lives within within that world of your nisham, to the degree that a person <coughs> looks at the ganeidin within himself, he doesn't need to look outside of himself. He's not interested. It's not a taiva. The problem with the Shmir Sainayim crusaders is that they're saying, don't look, don't look, don't look, and it's very hard. A person has a taiva to look. Because his whole metzius is outside of himself. So what do you tell him? You tell him, you can look at this, don't look at that. You can want this, don't want that. And it's very hard for a person to, to do that. If he's, a, if, he's a, an, if he's a creature of wanting, it's very hard to tell him, want, 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 want. Oh, don't want, 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 want. Don't want that, want, want, want. He's looking at everything. But you tell him, but there's certain things that you have to cross out from your, uh, your, your um, field of vision. Those things you have to cross out. Those when you're walking, you cross out certain things from your field of vision. It's very hard. But when a person's field of vision is pnimi, when that's his field of vision, the ilam pnimi, and inside of himself, pnimi, feelings, thoughts, he lives in the ilam pnimi. So he doesn't have his eyes on that place. It's not that's not that's not his field of vision. He has a different field of vision. I mean, he walks in the street, and he lives, but that's not where, that's not what he's that's not where his thoughts and his eyes are. <coughs> I told you once, Vaisa, uh, from from the Rabbison of uh, Reb Shulak Diskin. He had a very beautiful Rabbison, and uh, and it was a this was a caused a lot of aggravation to the guys in the Yushalayim. So she was supposed to be exceptionally beautiful, and it once happened that the that the briskerov the shulei diskin he sent uh, when well, he forgot his rashba whatever is on the table in the house he said to the bocha go to the, go to go to my apartment tell my wife to please get the rashba ask her for the rashba's on the table. So the poor boy was saying oh my goodness I don't know I don't know you know he doesn't he was like you know saying kapul tehillim and the whole way he's trying to mechazik himself you know is he yishalmi. Chazik himself, and he and he and he knocks on the door, and the rabbis and all of his splendor comes to the door, and the poor bacher, uh, the poor bacher is looking like you know on the ground, and he says that the rav forgot his rashbits on the dining room table, so the rabbis said, bacher, it's better you look at me and think of the floor than look at the floor and think of me. <laughs> better you better you look at me and think of the floor, and look at the floor and think of me. That's what she said. I mean, she's saying, you're sweet, Baruch, and you're Yerushalayim, it's beautiful. But the Ikra of Haidah Yid is to be a Pnimi. It's to be able to be a normal person, and to be able to, not to make look in the eyes, but to be able to be normal, say, good morning, Rebson, is the, the Rashkos on the table. <laughs> okay, but say that a person, the lace braver, it's better than looking, okay, whatever that is. I'm not saying. Well, halacha, what to do. What the Rebbe was saying was that you're living in an, in an immature way of dealing with taivas. The mature way to deal with taivas is to become a great person. To live in an ilam apnimi. 
where the eyes are guarded because the eyes are looking inward not that they're looking for everything on the street and if they catch something in the street then they get, you get destroyed of course if you don't have a braver then it's better than looking but the avoid of Shmir Sainaim is, is a person developing that connection the chiba that he has to get an Eden inside of himself then he doesn't need to look in the same way the guy's the guy has a beautiful relationship with his wife. He lives in that world of his daughter arms with his wife. Doesn't have an Indian with the next door neighbor because she doesn't exist for him. Doesn't walk around with the next door neighbor. So a Jewish lady, she should love and be well. It's not shaykhist to me. She doesn't have a shaykhist to me. Doesn't come to work straightening out his time, putting on the aftershave, thinking about the, thinking about some girl in the office fleeing. But no shaykhist to me. She should be well. She's no shaykhist to me. You talk to her in a nice way. But without coming, without ever crossing into her world and bringing her into your world, it's two different idols. That's her world and it's my world. There's a shaykhus with her world. I have a shaykhus with her world. When a person is living like not me. That's what he says. Because of a vase, whatever that vase is called at that moment in life, I'm going to give up. I'm going to give up my whole life of my Elam that I was living in a place of Gan Eden Mamish inside of me, of Ashrecha Baylamazer, a Pasba Melach Toichal, a piece of bread with salt, whatever it was, my own bread, my own salt means my own world. It's not worth it. It's simply not worth it. Don't be led astray, don't be drawn by your eyes and your heart. I'm not going to give it up. The person is mavat on this rotsen. He sweeps up the pieces of the vase. And he returns to his quiet, calm mitzias of Ashrecha Bebamazah. He sweeps up the pieces, puts it in the garbage can, and goes back to his Ashrecha, to his Ganeidin. Doesn't take any trips outside of Ganeidin. Doesn't lose the equilibrium of that life of Ganeidin Mikedin. He's a shmira, and he remains therefore. Because the biggest, biggest chiz that a person has, the biggest oinig that a person has, is the oilam hanesham, the oilam which we've been learning from the beginning of the Sefer, which we're going to continue with next time.